welcome to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. And yes, this is late, but it is the post-game show for the Eagles versus the Raiders. Raiders 20, Eagles 23. We certainly could have won this game. We played good enough to win this game, except once again, penalties and poor play um, by penalties kept us from victory. I am still positive and up on this team. I am positive about the team. I know we're getting to a point where we're going to start winning games. It's very fortunate for us that the Cowboys are coming to town and we're primed and ready to play. Now, that's a good thing. The other good thing, which is very, very good, is we have a bye week afterwards, so we'll get some rest. We'll be able to rest our players and then start the season like it was very new. Now, I want to remind all you Raider fans that this is the only this is only the sixth time in franchise history that the Raiders have started a season zero and three. Sixth time in history. Considering all the games the Raiders have played in its franchise history, that's not very good. However, we all knew, we looked at the schedule, that it was going to be a very tough season, especially from a five and eleven team who got all bunch a bunch of new players and uh a new attitude, per se, and a different way of playing. In other words, Turner wanted to run the ball. That was his, his idea, it was running the ball and the vertical game. But, you know, you have to have that running game. Well, let me go over what I think we got going on here. Now, Kerry Collins looked good. He did play a lot better. Uh, he plays a little bit better every game, which is kind of scary. I wish he just jumped at being better, but we have to wait for him to to get to get better. I have an 11-year veteran. I'm still not very happy with our quarterback. However, he did throw no interceptions, which was very, very good, and that looked good. The offensive line did a great job, did a great job in protection, held the defense away from Collins. But once again... Uh, we're looking at the offensive line opening holes for Lamont Jordan. Now, they did open some holes for Lamont, and it looked like Jordan is not getting to the hole. It looks like he's looking at the hole, seeing it possibly get filled up, and making a difference because I've looked at films on this last game, and it looked like the hole was there. He changed his mind. He went another direction, and he went into a wall of defenders. I think if Lamont keeps these, his original path, pattern and continues to go straight forward where he wanted to go, I think we'd at least get two or three yards in every carry. Right now, we're av- we average less than a yard per carry. That is not a very good running game. Actually, 129 yards total for all three games. That is not very good considering that an a lot of the running backs in the league, the prime ones, the ones that are doing some running, are doing that in one game. So our running game is lacking. And we're fortunate enough to have a decent passing game. But with that, we need to improve our run because we're not getting any running. Now, Courtney Anderson, awesome. 100 yards, touchdown, played very, very good. Very happy with his play. Uh, Doug Gabriel comes in the play, comes in the, the cold, boom, touchdown. 
Excellent play by Doug. Expected that kind of uh, from him anyways because he's always been a very good threat. And now that he's back in the in the, the running, uh, we should get a lot of production out of Doug, and I'm glad to have him. Now, Turner and Jimmy Ray, play calling. Now, these guys shouldn't have to take so long to get the plays down. They script the first 15 plays, and it seems like in all three games we've traveled down the field the first series and done very, very well, very smooth, and after that it's been stutter, 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 stutter. The other thing that I'm not, I'm concerned about here is the not throwing to our prime receiver. We're paying all the money to Randy Moss. Not only did we only throw the ball to him seven times, but he only got five balls. To me, that's that's very anemic. We pay this guy big money, and he's a big play guy. We should be going to him way more often. They threw the ball 15 times at Terrell Owens, and he made some great plays. This is what we should be doing with Moss. You know, Turner, I, I'm just I've just had it with Coach Turner. I don't think I could listen to another post-game conference with him. He is the most wishy-washy coach I have ever heard, ever. He makes Joe Bugle look like a, a nuclear scientist. This guy has absolutely no control over his team. Actually, I believe that the team itself is running itself. I believe the locker room itself is perpetuating a championship attitude without the head coach. That's like a body without a head. Jimmy Ray and Norv Turner are anemic coaches. You cannot try to get, a, you know, you get a 16-point lead, a 14-point lead, and try to hold it. What is up with that? That has never been Raider history. That is not how the Raiders play football. And I'm not trying to get down on our team, but I'm just saying it's not the team. I know that after these three games, I've looked and made a lot of considerations, and the coaching is anemic once again. And it shows in the personality of Norv Turner. As, as, as whatever, I don't know what Al Davis saw in him. I mean, how many seasons did it take him to take the Washington Redskins to the Super Bowl? Eight? Do you think the Raider Nation is going to wait eight seasons to get to the next Super Bowl with one coach? I think not. I think North Turner should be nervous. He looks nervous. Of course, he looked nervous after the first game, but he's looking very upset. I think he's look, he looks like he's lost some weight, too, um, and for good reason. Now, Rob Ryan, as far as the coaching goes, has improved his play tremendously. The defense has raised itself up and done a very, very good job on the line, and the linebackers are very good. The defensive backs are still a D. I will say that Gibson was a waste. I always didn't. I never liked Gibson, and I still don't like Gibson, and that's all I'm going to say about that guy. Uh, Fabian Washington played a, bit, a much better game. He played much better. However, we keep giving up the big play at wrong times. The holding penalties are killing us. The team seems like it gets going, and then, you know, like Norv says, oh, we're in a lot of second and 12 and and third and 20s, and, you know, we really have to get better at that. Well, Jake Grove said it himself. It's technique. It's technique. It's technique. He said it in a locker room after the game. 
That is coaching, ladies and gentlemen. That is all coaching. It's discipline, and it's having a coach that actually takes somebody and says, you need to improve your play. I can hardly see Norv Turner chewing anybody out. Can anybody out there in Raider Nation, please, tell me if you think Norv Turner can get somebody upset. Do you think if Norv Turner was giving you a, 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 a ripping that you would feel stress? I, I'd feel comedy because I can't even believe that he would even have anybody on the carpet, let alone know what to do when they're on the carpet. Norv, I don't know what to say. I think you should retire. That's my suggestion, and that's my opinion. Now let's go down the grade of the team. Okay, The offense was a B plus. They played very well. They did well when they had to. Uh, the running game, once again, was anemic. But uh, with the field goals, the, with field goals, if Jankowski would have made those field goals, we'd be averaging 24.7 points a game. Well, that's not bad, but it's the seventh in the league if we would do that. We would be seventh ranked seventh in the league. Now, that leads me to Jankowski. I've talked about him before. I talked about him getting off the couch, stop eating pizza and drinking beer. Uh, maybe you should drink more beer. Uh, maybe you should take some pills. I don't know what he should do. I do know he's a championship kicker. I do know that in the past he's been money. I do know that he's feeling the pressure right now, and I'm hoping, just hoping, that he's in a slump, and he will get out of it. He needs to make some field goals. Now, Norv, old Norv buddy, Mr. Intensity, says, well... You know, he kicks well before the game. He kicks well in practice. Well, Norv, I think you got to choose somebody out. And I just don't think that's happening, Raider fans. And I think that is the entire reason why we continue to have penalties and we continue to have problems with the kicking game because I believe the coach is an integral part of responsibility as far as players are concerned. I believe it's the coach's responsibility to point people out, drag them into the office, and talk to them about their play. And I just cannot see Norv Turner doing anything but saying, well, you know, you should do better next time, and, you know, you play a good game. You played a good game. But just next time, try not to hold the guy like you did. Okay, now get out of my office, young man. I can just see it. Now, a mealy-mouthed coach like that, I'm telling you, it's never going to go very far in the NFL. And he didn't. I, I never saw him go very far in the NFL anyways. Now, I go back to Gruden all the time because I liked Gruden's attitude. I believe the Raider Nation liked Gruden's attitude. And we were all very depressed when Gruden left the team because he had the attitude of a coach. He put blame where blame was placed. He placed it in the right place. And he said it like it was. He didn't mince words in press conferences, and he certainly didn't miss words when it comes to player performance. He would say it like it is, and players got the idea right away. And I know when you went into his office, you better be ready to hold on to your butt because he's going to take a little bit of it with him. So, back to the grade. I'm sorry, I got a little, I got a little emotional trip there. Tangent, as I say. Rushing offense, F. F. You know why? 
Ground game that nets 21 yards and 22 carries? <laughs> that's, that's fully anemic. It's not the runner. Lamont Jordan is a very good running back. Crockett, he made some great moves. He's a good running back. Crockett actually has a better move through the line than Jordan does, but Jordan can explode into the secondary a little faster. I like Crockett. I do. I've always liked him. I hope they continue to play him and play him more. They're going to stick with Jordan, though, because, you know, he's the man. I think they should put Crockett in there and give him a shot because I think he's more consistent and he can bull through the line better than Jordan. He's bigger. He's stronger. And even though, even if he only gets two or three yards a carry, at least we're going two or three yards a carry instead of one yard a carry. Now, until the offensive line gets it together, I think we should start using Crockett until, it's, until it softens up the line, then throw Jordan in there. That's just my opinion. Passing defense, D. Absolutely a D, and I'd almost say a D-. minus. Because in crucial plays where the offensive line was getting pressure, when the offensive line was getting pressure, the offensive line, I mean, excuse me, when the defensive line was getting pressure, McNabb had an opportunity to throw the ball to a wide-open receiver. Now, I will do tell you this. Woodson played a great game. Woodson had the best receiver in football, and he played a great game. What a great hit he made on T.O. I loved it. I wanted to see it about 50 times, so I kept looking at it. <laughs> it was a beautiful hit. I know that T.O. felt that the next day for sure. You know, his teeth were a little bit loose because Woodson put it to him, and Woodson played a great game. He played a great game because Terrell Owens could have eaten us up alive. But other than him, you know, Gibson, weak link, Washington's getting better, but... You know, Warren Sapp was excellent. He played with passion. He played with, with, with intensity. I've never seen him play that way for us before. He played better than he played the Kansas City game. He was a possessed guy, and he pressured McNabb all day long. When Brian Westbrook can get out of the backfield and run – I don't know, 40 yards, 45 yards. He had 140 yards in passing. Six catches. Running back. Ugh, that kills me. Rushing defense, I'd say it would be a C. They only gained 83 yards. It might even be a B. But they didn't rush very much. They only rushed, what, 18 times? So it really wasn't a test of the rushing defense. But I'm sure... With Grant Irons and Tyler Braden in there, they wouldn't have gotten very... Westbrook wasn't going anywhere anyway. So they, they didn't even want to go there because they knew our, our running defense was pretty good. Special teams was a D, and that's only because of Jankowski. Leckler, money. Leckler, the best punter in football, period, ever. Thank you very much. I will say this, that special teams did a much better job in containing the run back, a much better job on the receiving end. Uh, Chris Carr looked a little tentative. He did look a tentative, more tentative in this game than any game I've seen him in. I don't know what spooked him. I don't know what freaked him out, but he wasn't the rocket that he's been in other games. That kind of bothers me. I wonder if he's injured or if he got hit sometime 
so bad that, you know, he's freaked out. Or, you know, I don't know what happened to him. But Chris Carr used to be the rocket. I thought, oh, man, he's going to be great. And he, you know, he did okay. But still, not as good as he could and not as good as he has been. Now, the coaching, I'm going to have to give it a C. And the only reason I'll give it a C is because of the offense. If it wasn't for the offensive coaching, I'd have to give it a D. I mean, an, a B. Because the defense played a heck of a game. Um, heck of a game. Kept us in the game, the whole game. Um, but the offense, Turner, I don't know what to tell you. Seven passes to Moss. And, you know, Randy Moss is getting tired of not getting the ball. It shows on the sideline. You could see it on his face. And I'm tired of him not getting the ball. Are you guys got tired of him not getting the ball? I'm tired of him not getting the ball. I welcome all comments. Just visit me at uh, the RaiderNationPodcast.com, www.RaiderNationPodcast.com, and check on comments and leave them because I'd love to hear your comments. I read them. I look at them very, very seriously. I got some great takes, and it's great to hear from the fans. I hope you guys like the video portion of a show because uh, Randy's doing a great job. The tailgate is like you're right there. All you fans all over the world can be like you're in the parking lot of the Coliseum. We will be doing this again on Sunday. We'll get a great look at the parking lot and the tailgate and uh, see all the Raider fans out there. And it looks like a sellout for the Dallas Cowboy game because all the Raiders know we're going to get a win. We have to get a win on Sunday. It's do or die. We cannot be 0-4 because I don't think the Raiders have ever started 0-4 in history. And I know that uh, Parcells knows that. I know that he's kind of freaked out about it. But he's pumping his team up. Parcells, no, he's no, nobody to mess around with. He's a sly old fox. We cannot let them be in the game. We cannot let them stay in the game. We've got to take the lead early, and we've got to continue to score points until the score is 42 to whatever, to 10. But we cannot hold a lead. That is not the Raider way. We cannot sit on a lead, Norv. That's not the Raider way. And I know that Al knows that's not the Raider way. I really don't think Norv's going to be around next season. If he is, I'll be sorely disappointed. Unless we win every game from here on out, I don't believe old Norvie's going to be around. Because if we have a five, if we have a five and eleven season again this year, there is no excuse. Uh, I would I would venture to say if we break five hundred, it's going to be a bad year for Norv Boy. But, you know, he'll marble mouth his way through. Well, you know, we did good, and we did fine, and we did okay, and we should have, but we almost, we're almost there. The team is tired of hearing we're almost there. The team is sick of hearing we're almost there. The whole locker room says they're sick of hearing we're almost there. And as a fan, I'm sick of hearing we're almost there. We need to get there. We need to get there this Sunday. So I'll be giving you a pregame show very soon. I'm sorry about this show being so late. I was visiting my mom. She's very ill. And so I kind of got other business going on. But I don't forget the Raider fans because I am dedicated to the Raider Nation podcast. And I must make a podcast. I must podcast. 
So once again, Raider fans, that's the post-game show. That's about all I have to say. I know the Raiders have a team, and you know the team starts in the locker room and ends in the locker room. I am not, don't have too much faith in the coaching staff, other than Rob Ryan is doing a much better job. I do like what he's doing, and I don't mind him staying around. But I am very sick and tired of Norv's offensive schemes or Jimmy Ray's or whoever's. Whoever's calling those plays in the game, uh, we're not making it happen. We have a team that can make it happen, and I believe the play calling is a big problem. It's not the players, ladies and gentlemen. We have the players. I just don't believe we have the coaches. So hopefully they've learned a lesson this game, and they won't take uh, Dallas for granted this year, this this uh, this week, because we have a heck of a game ahead of us. It's not going to be an easy game at all. They're two and one. And they've got a very good offense, and they've got a very good defense. So on that, Raider Nation, I want to thank you for tuning in to the Raider Nation podcast. Do not forget to vote for me, Podcast Alley. The next month is coming up real quick, and we do want to stay number one. We've been number one in Podcast Alley for the entire month, and I thank you fans for that. I thank you so much because the Raider Nation podcast needs to be number one, and that's what we are because... Even though our team is 0-3, we got the best 0-3 team in football. There's no no doubt about it. Because we ain't got no slouches on our team. And the team knows, the team knows we can win. The fans know we can win. So let's get out there and get it done this week. I'll be seeing, I'll be seeing you again very soon with a pregame show of the Dallas Cowboys game. Thank you for listening. Have a great evening.